Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, a big matchup for the Titans this weekend against the Chargers. I'm going to tell you how on defense the Titans can get their pass rush pressure back and the coverage looks they need to pair with it to slow down Justin Herbert on offense. Of course, Derrick Henry needs to get going, but I'll tell you how the Titans can take advantage of an incredibly aggressive Chargers defense. Then we'll look at the individual matchups to focus on in this game. We'll talk about Dennis Daly against Khalil Mack and then the Titans cornerbacks against Mike Williams. It is a game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, welcome to a game plan preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I cannot believe it, but we are already to week 15. The Tennessee Titans against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Titans are on a three-game winning streak. They need to win this game. I'm going to tell you how they can do it. Before I do, want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you think the Titans are going to knock off the Chargers this weekend. Because Titans fans, I do. I do. I think the Titans get a win this week, and here's how they do it on defense. The Titans pass rush must come back. The Titans pass rush must come back. Did I say a winning streak, Dylan? They are not on a winning streak. Obviously, we all know that, but I think they can get on one. Maybe it's just a Freudian slip in my mind, but getting that pressure back and the pressure from the defensive front of the Titans starts with Danico Autry. Danico Autry is practiced every day this week, limited, but he's out there. I think the Titans will have him limited in the game in terms of his snap count. But Danico Autry, in my opinion, is the best one-on-one pass rusher the Titans have. Harold Landry, very good. Jeffrey Simmons, very good. I get it. But Danico Autry, with his ability to win inside, outside, swim moves, counters, spin moves, bull rush, long arm, everything, a swipe move that he loves and is fantastic with, Danico Autry is the best 1v1 pass rusher the Titans have. And what happens is, is when Jeffrey Simmons gets double teamed, it creates that one-on-one matchup for Danico Autry that he has won so often. I mean, Danico Autry took uh, Quentin Nelson behind the woodshed when the Titans played them this year. So getting Danico Autry back is the number one step to getting that pressure back. And I think with Danico back, Again, he's been limited two days in practice. I think he will play in this game, even in limited snaps, but they'll make sure to use him in passing situations so they get some pressure on Justin Herbert. But look, as we know, it's not all about what you do up front. You have to marry that with the coverage in the back end. And obviously, as we know, the Chargers have an incredibly explosive passing offense. Justin Herbert may have 
some top three quarterback talent in the NFL with Keenan Allen, the savvy route runner, Mike Williams, the physical guy on the outside. They have some good pieces as well. And of course, Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. So the Titans are going to have their work cut out for them no matter what. But pressure, getting pressure on the quarterback will be key and having Danico Autry back. Remember, since Danico Autry went out, the Titans have three sacks and no turnovers. So obviously, Danico Autry makes a monster difference with this defense. And we do have to mention here, it's weird how these teams are opposite versions of the of each other, how the Chargers can't run the ball. They like to throw the ball. And they can't stop the run, but they have a good pass defense. The Titans can stop the run and want to run the ball and can't do the other stuff. So it's just hilarious how these teams are different versions of themselves. But that's all going to play out. And I think the Titans can help one of their weaknesses in pass coverage by playing two high safety looks. And look, in the past, I asked for two high safety coverages as well with cover four or cover two, but I don't want that here. I think the Titans will have to play some man coverage in this game. They're going to have to do that against a guy like Justin Herbert. So I think because if you sit in zone, he's got such arm strength that he's going to be able to get it in the holes in the zone. He's just going to. So you got, if you can't, get to Justin Herbert every time he gets out of the pocket, makes plays, then you've got to disrupt the timing of the wide receivers. That's going to be absolutely key. So the Titans are going to have to play some man, but I want the Titans to play man out of two high safety looks. And I'm not even talking about cover two man, where they're both deep half safeties. I'm talking about the Titans cover one lurk coverage, where they have the safety come down into the middle of the field as the hook zone defender, and then they have the other safety drop back as the deep defender. So you play man across the board. You have your safety from a too high safety look slide down into the middle of the field rather than playing the traditional cover one the Titans do where they have their linebacker be the middle of the field zone defender and then they'll have all of their DBs in man coverage except for the deep safety. So I think the Titans can run the coverage. They like to run that cover one man, but they can do it out of too high looks this is something that they did a lot earlier in the season. I believe it was against the Packers or maybe the game right before that against the Colts. I did a film breakdown on how the Titans used varied versions of cover one. And one of the versions that they ran a lot was that cover one lurk where they have that safety be the middle field zone defender. So I think the Titans need to do a lot of that because you have to show Justin Herbert two high coverages early. So he doesn't just immediately know Pre-snap, oh, they got a single high safety look, post-safety look. I got a one-on-one matchup on the outside. If you're going to show him that, then rotate into two high safety looks. We haven't seen a lot of cover to invert from the Titans where they use one safety as the deep half and they use their slot cornerback or their outside cornerback as the other deep half and play cover to coverage. We haven't seen a lot of that from the Titans lately. I think they can get back to that in this game. Show two high safeties, have one of the safeties drop down in the middle while your slot cornerback or outside cornerback take the deep half and play cover two from there. So I want two high safety looks from the Titans defense, but mix in all of the coverages that they want to use. Just do it out of two high safety looks so Justin Herbert doesn't know immediately where he has a great matchup so he can take advantage of that as we have discussed for weeks. The, the issue that the Titans have on the sidelines. And especially, it doesn't look like Christian Fulton is going to play in this game. So we may get Trey Avery back, but that's an undrafted free agent who barely played until a couple of weeks ago. I'm not going to act like there's some crazy upgrade there. But Trey Avery, Roger McCreary, you want to help them out? 
show two high looks before you roll into your different coverages. So that's something that I want to see. And referencing an older game plan, the Raiders game plan, the Titans played Palms coverages, which is where they like split the field uh, in half and played different zone coverages on different halves of the field. They did that to take away Darren Waller, and they did it to take away Devontae Adams as best as they could. Well, you could use that same plan and zone coverage just instead of Waller and Adams, you'd be doing it against Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, which is Keenan Allen's the middle of the field threat in the slot, like Waller would be Adams the outside threat, like Williams would be. So there's a game plan that they can take from there. The last thing I want to mention here is the Titans have to force some turnovers. That comes with getting pressure on the quarterback, but in the Chargers' wins this year, or... Yes, in the Chargers' wins this year, they've won the turnover battle or tied it. They have never won a game when losing the turnover battle. Win the turnover battle on the road against this Chargers team, you will win. And that starts with getting pressure up front from Danico Autry, being back in the lineup, and you can help that pressure by running all of your coverages from two high safety looks to confuse Justin Herbert and give yourself just a split second more time to get to an athletic quarterback and help out your cornerbacks on the boundary. So that is my game plan for the Titans defense. We'll see what they do out there on Sunday. But for the offense, of course, we know Derrick Henry has the ball. But I'm going to tell you how the Titans can take advantage of an over-aggressive Chargers defense that loves to blitz. Before we get into that, though, do want to let you know that today's game plan preview is brought to you by Tommy John. Don't make your loved ones Face the dead of winter in old t-shirts, ancient underwear, and ratty sweats. Help them fight the cold with cozy gifts from Tommy John. In Tommy John, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything a little bit better. And Tommy John's having a wrap it up sale right now. And give the gift of comfort to everyone on your list, including yourself, with new Tommy John underwear, longwear, and pajamas. Guys, it's that classic Christmas adage. When you're young, you hate getting socks and underwear. You get old, you love getting socks and underwear. I love a fresh new pair of underwear. And Tommy John is the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free. They have a guarantee for you saying that. So hurry to Tommy John's, wrap it up sale, and get 30% off everything, plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. Order now so your gifts arrive before the holidays. 30% off, free shipping at TommyJohn.com slash locked on. That's TommyJohn.com slash locked on. See site for details. Titans fans, let's continue this game plan preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just went over my three keys to victory for the defense. Get pressure on Herbert with Nico Autry back in the lineup. Should be a big boost. Play two high safety looks, but play a variety of coverages like cover one, invert cover two, and create a turnover because the Chargers have not won a game this year that they didn't win or tie in the turnover battle. So moving to the offensive side of the ball before we get into it, want to thank you guys for making Locked On Titans your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round for free. 
on all platforms. You can't beat that. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed, and stay locked in to the Locked on Titans podcast. After the game on Sunday, I'll be live here on the Locked on Titans YouTube channel for an instant reaction, about 10 to 15 minutes. Sunday night, I'll have a full 30-minute breakdown of the game, so make sure you don't miss any of that content coming up. Hit the notification bell. Boom, right now, and throw a thumbs up on the video. Again, I do think the Titans are going to win this game. I do. Some have called me crazy. That's fine. I get it. I think the Titans win this game. I predicted a win on crossover Thursday, yesterday. I am sticking with that, and one of the big reasons is the Chargers cannot stop the run. Look, we can all be mad about last week all we want. The Titans committed four turnovers. If they commit two, they probably win the game. The Titans' offense was rolling last week, okay? And I don't think that the Chargers' defense is much better than Jacksonville's. Jacksonville's defense has had its moments, so haven't the Chargers, for sure. But doesn't look like Derwin James is going to be back in this game. And the Titans aren't going to do what the Dolphins did. The Dolphins can't run the ball. The Titans are going to bludgeon you by running the ball. So, of course... The first key to victory on offense is the Titans need to run the ball down the Chargers' throat. They're the fifth worst run defense in the NFL, giving up 147 yards per game. The Titans need to run for two bills. I think Derrick Henry can get 150 in this matchup. I think the Titans can run the ball with just as much success against the Chargers as they did against the Jags. Don't let the turnovers cloud your vision of what the offense did last week. Okay? So... One of the big things for me is the Titans need to get in heavy personnel. I bounce back and forth throughout the year depending on the opponent. Do they need to play heavy? Should we see more three wide receiver? The Chargers, think about the Eagles. When we talked about the Eagles, it's Vic Fangio descendants on defense. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, Brandon Staley. These are Vic Fangio guys. They want to run two high safety looks. They want six guys in the box. They want to play zone coverage. Last week, the Chargers went to man, so I bet they will play man coverage in this game. But the point remains, they want to play in nickel. I think uh, Dan yesterday said the Chargers played nickel 65 or 75% of the time last week. They want to be in nickel. Do not allow it. Do not allow it. Two tight ends, three tight ends, 12 personnel, 22, 13. Get them out there in heavy personnel. You know why? Because the worst run defenders on the Chargers are their defensive linemen, not their second-level players. Derwin James may not play in this game, but he's a good run defender. Their linebackers have shown that they can be decent run defenders. But their defensive line, Hinton, Fajoko, I don't know how to say his name properly, Fox, Gaziano, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day is probably going to return in this game. But even then, He's got a 46.7 run defense grade this year. He has not been DJ Reader or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So the Titans need to get in heavy personnel with multiple tight ends, get the Chargers in their base defense, and bust their head open. The Chargers, like the Jags, one of the worst tackling teams in the NFL. Guys, this is very similar to the Jags game last week, in my opinion. Very similar. If the Titans get more pressure on the quarterback because Danico Autry is back and the Titans don't turn over the ball four times, 
I think they can have the success that they had last week. Don't let the turnovers cloud all of the success the Titans did have last week at times. You have to remember, too, the turnovers also gave the Jaguars short opportunities to score touchdowns, which makes the defense look worse. So get them in heavy tight end. Bust their head. Be a head busser. It's that simple. So I talked about the Chargers being an aggressive defense throughout the episode. So this is the last thing that I want to throw in here. The Chargers are a top 10 team in the NFL in terms of blitz percentage. They blitz about 28% of the time. They love to bring pressure, okay? And it's probably because without Joey Bosa and without some of the pieces on the defensive line this year, even with just Khalil Mack, they haven't been able to adequately get pressure. So they blitz. They like to bring Derwin James. They bring defensive backs, linebackers, things like that. Well, guys, teams are already uber aggressive against the Titans coming downhill on early downs to stop Derrick Henry in the run game getting pressure on this offensive line and Ryan Tannehill, who's not great with his mobility, getting out of the pocket and second reaction playmaking and stuff like that. That's not what he does consistently. Teams want to blitz. Teams want to get in there quick. How do you take advantage of a blitz? Screens. Screen game. Get the ball to Chickaconquo on a screen. Get the ball to Derrick Henry on a screen. Even Hassan Haskins on a third down slip screen. I would like to see that worked in there. Unfortunately, Dontrell Hilliard's out and can't run those plays. Mike Vrabel said that on Monday after that rough hit he took to the head and neck area. Um, So you're going to get Haskins back in this game, maybe even Julius Chestnut. You have to be able to utilize the screen game against the team that likes to blitz and bring pressure. Top 10 blitz team in the Chargers. Take advantage of it and screens are perfect for the Titans. You don't require the pass blocking that you would typically ask for. You don't require the separation from the wide receivers that you would typically ask for. A screen pass is like the perfect thing for the Titans to get their ball in the play in playmakers' hands with opportunities to get yards after catch without having to count on their wide receivers to get open or their offensive line to have a true pass set and block. So that's what I think there. Run the ball on a terrible run defense that doesn't like to tackle. Do it out of heavy tight end personnel so that you can get the Chargers' base defense on the field and make them play left-handed away from the nickel personnel they prefer to run. And then use the screen game to take advantage of the aggressive blitzing defense of the Chargers. There we go. There we go. That's the plan. Now, we're going to zoom in. Look at the individual matchups in this game because there are a lot of players on offense and defense that are going to have a major impact in how the Titans uh, win this game or lose this game. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we do, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Total Wine and More. This holiday season, find what you love at Total Wine and More with so many great bottles to choose from. It's easy to find a new favorite Cabernet or Chardonnay or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide all that confidence of knowing that you found something special for the lowest price. Love what you find only at Total Wine and More. They have curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more, drink responsibly, and be 21.
Titans fans, we are going to cap off this week 15 game plan preview, talking about the individual matchups and the individual player battles to watch in this game. Before we do, quick recap here on defense. Get pressure on the quarterback. The return of Danico Autry is huge. Use two high safety looks, but play varied coverage to confuse Justin Herbert. Find a way to get a turnover on offense. Run the ball down the Chargers. Throw out a heavy personnel and utilize the screen game against the Chargers blitz. Before we get into our individual matchups, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, going live immediately after the game on Sunday to break down everything that happened with a 10-minute, 15-minute recap. Then I'll have a full 30-minute recap later on on Sunday night. So two podcasts for you guys tomorrow. Before we get into the matchups, do want to tell you to make your second listen, the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, game recaps, and the take of the day. Check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. On offense, we got to start with Dennis Daly. Somebody called him the Tennessee Turnstile the other day on Twitter. That's pretty funny. Um, as I'm going through these, guys, put your predictions down in the chat if you're watching right now. Do you think the Titans win? What do you think the score will be? Who will be the most impactful player? Let me know down in the chat. Uh, I'll re, uh, I guess, uh, give my prediction again as we cap off the show. But Dennis Daly against Khalil Mack is obviously what you have to watch for. If Joey Bosa does not come back, he hasn't been activated yet off IR to practice this week. If Joey Bosa is not back, then you got Kyle Van Noy on the other side. And while Kyle Van Noy can, can you know, has done some damage in his career, I think you can you can put NPF on Kyle Van Noy and, and have a chance there, uh, which means that you can give more help to Dennis Daly because Dennis Daly against Khalil Mack is going to be a problem. Khalil Mack has 42 pressures. He's got seven sacks. The Titans, with the Chargers' interior offensive line not being a big threat pass rush-wise, it'll be important for the Titans' interior offensive linemen to be able to help Dennis Daly out. That'll be important. And that means that NPF will have to do a job one-on-one against Kyle Van Noy so you can slide the offensive line the other direction, have Nate Davis one-on-one, Ben Jones and Aaron Brewer and Dennis Daly together take care of the two rushers on the other side. I'll get to another player I think is going to factor in mightily into that as we go, but I'm staying with the offensive line for now. So Dennis Daly against Khalil Mack, huge. But the offensive line, I mentioned it before. The interior defensive line of the Chargers, not great in run defense. Hinton, 56.4 run defense grade. Fajoko, 44.7. Fox, 47.6. Gaziano, 35. Joseph Day, 46.7. These are not good run-stuffing interior defensive linemen. The Titans' interior trio of Nate Davis, Ben Jones, and Aaron Brewer should eat in this game. And if they don't, and if they don't, the Titans can't win. So that's what it's all about. Dennis Daly in pass protection against Khalil Mack. The interior trio against the interior defensive line of the Chargers in the run game. And then finally, I want to shout out Hassan Haskins, who didn't play last week's game. He's going to play this week. He's back in practice. I think he's going to play. Maybe he's inactive. But if it's not Hassan Haskins, it's going to be Julius Chestnut. Either way, in pass protection, I mentioned the Chargers are a top 10 blitzing team. So who is going to have to pick up blitzes? The pass protection back. 
It can't be Derrick Henry. He's terrible at it. So it's going to be Haskins or Chestnut. And Haskins is better at it than Chestnut. So I'm thinking Haskins will be back. And Haskins is going to have a job to do. Picking up blitzing DBs, blitzing linebackers, helping Dennis Daly in pass protection. That's going to be huge in this game, picking up blitzes from the running backs. It's going to be monster for the Titans to be able to accomplish that. Get ready for the pressure concepts that the Chargers are going to bring. The back will be critical. Will be critical. And again, like I said, if the Titans get into the screen game at all, then Haskins is going to have to make a couple of plays in the screen game as well. Maybe a draw here and there on third and four on the plus side of the field. So those are the matchups and players that I'm watching on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think Traylon Burks is going to be back, guys. I really don't. So with that in mind, the Titans are going to have to manufacture offense in other ways, and that's why I keep harping on the screen game. Going to the defense. Danico Autry and Jeffrey Simmons against the guards of the Chargers. This is something that Dan mentioned yesterday. Corey Lindsley at center, very good player. Really good player. No doubt about that. But you got Filer at guard. 59 pass blocking grade this year. Allowed three sacks, 32 pressures. Zion Johnson, the rookie, a 50.1. Pass blocking grade this year. Three sacks allowed, 31 pressures. So that's six sacks and 60 pressures from the two guard spots. How do you create one-on-ones for Autry and Simmons against the guards? Five-man fronts. You're going to need to have Zach Cunningham or Dylan Cole, whoever's playing, passing down linebacker. You're going to have to have them line up directly over the head of the center so that the center doesn't know which way they can slide to either double-team Simmons with one guard or double-team Autry with the other guard. Do not let Corey Lindsley know pre-snap where his responsibility and his double-team will be. Cover all of the offensive linemen so they don't know where they can slide, create one-on-one matchups for Simmons and Autry against the guards. That's how you win. All you got to do from there is have Bud Dupree, Rashad Weaver, your outside rushers, have them rush with discipline on the outside. Don't get too far up the field to give alleyways for Justin Herbert. That's how you stop quarterbacks. You don't let them get outside the edge rushers, and you get interior pressure. Boom. Create one-on-one matchups by having five-man or six-man fronts. Cool. All right. From there, Amani Hooker against Austin Eckler. Sometimes what the Titans will do is, since they love to play man coverage, and like I said, they're going to play man coverage in this game. What the Titans will do against teams with really good receiving running backs, they'll have a Monty Hooker be the man responsibility for the running back, and they'll have a linebacker be the responsibility for the tight end. I would rather have a linebacker on Gerald Everett and put a Monty Hooker on Austin Eckler. Eckler is awesome. He's a great player, and they love getting the ball out to him and letting him make, make plays, get yards after catch, wiggle around. You got to put a safety on him. Don't put Dylan Cole or Zach Cunningham on Austin Eckler. I'd rather have that guy on Gerald Everett. Let Gerald Everett beat you before you let Austin Eckler beat you. It's as simple as that. And yeah, if Lonnie Johnson is truly activated to the active roster off IR, he's just in his practice window now. If he is activated, that'll obviously be huge. And maybe the Titans can go out there with no linebackers 
on the field in pure passing situations, but you got to earn that right by stopping the run. But this isn't a very good run team, so the Titans should be able to do so out of six-man fronts. Uh, the last matchup that we have to talk about is the one I'm scared about the most, the one that can break the game for the Titans and that has broken the game for the Titans all year long. That's Mike Williams on the sideline against Roger McCreary or Trey Avery. Those guys just aren't good enough players to deal with Mike Williams in one-on-one contested catch situations. One of the big knocks on Roger McCreary all along was his short arms, which is going to hurt you in contested catch situations like that. And he's been burned on those all year. That's why a lot of people said he's going to make his hay in the slot because he doesn't have the length or the size to win outside. Yeah, uh, that's real. But the Titans don't have enough cornerbacks to do anything about it. They're running a safety at slot corner right now. So. That's a matchup. That's why I said two high safety looks. Even if you rotate and roll uh, at snap or post snap into single high coverages, whether it be man, cover three, whatever, you've got to at least give a two high look so that Herbert doesn't know, oh, they're in single high. I have a one-on-one matchup outside. Don't give him that luxury all day long and tip your play. Stay in too high because that matchup with McCreary or Avery against Mike Williams that matchup's killed the Titans all year, and Mike Williams is one of the best players that are that style of player. You think Matt Collins, Daimi Brown, Alec Pierce, Alan Lazard gave you trouble. Well, wait until you see Mike Williams. So just don't make it easy on Herbert. He's going to have his numbers. He's going to get his. The Chargers aren't going to get shut down. But just don't make it easy on him and let him know what's going on before the snap. With that said, again, I'm hammering this home. I think the Titans win. I got them winning 24-23. The Titans win this game. I believe it. I feel it. And as you guys know, I'm not somebody who gets on here every week and just picks the Titans to win. You guys get mad at me a lot about that. So, here you go. Everybody who's like, have faith in the Titans. Be optimistic. Blah, blah, blah. This is for you. No one thinks the Titans can win. I think they will. So, that's going to do it for me today, though, folks. Remember, I'll be with you on Sunday immediately after the game to break down everything that happened in my instant recap and then my full 30-minute recap at the end of Sunday night. But make sure you guys enjoy the weekend. Football is here. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.